What's up, everybody, and welcome to the latest and actually season finale of the Falcons in Focus wow, I didn't podcast tell you that. presented by Ticketmaster. And we're ending it in an awesome way. Uh, P.S. I'm Scott Bear. That's Troy McElhaney. Uh, Michael Pruitt is here with us wrapping up the season. Super excited for this conversation. Before we get to that, I do have to remind you that Ticketmaster is the official ticket marketplace, in addition to being the official sponsor of the Falcons in Focus podcast, the official ticket marketplace of the Falcons and the NFL. So if you want to visit the Dirty Birds at home or away, please do so at Ticketmaster. Log on to Ticketmaster.com slash Falcons. That's Ticketmaster.com slash Falcons. There we go. All right, let's get into this mm-hmm. with Michael Pruitt. Here's the thing. Before we got on this, I have to say, I've been pronouncing your name wrong. I've been <sighs> I've been pronouncing it Michael. Michael. Just like regular, regular old <laughs> Michael. Which, if y'all have seen his name on the highlights when he scores touchdowns, which it's he does a lot. Pretty frequently, <laughs> knock on wood. But it's Michael, spelled exactly like that. M-Y-C-O-L-E. Correct. With a capital C. So... It's hilarious that we're starting here because one of the questions that I get asked almost more than anything when covering this team is why do you spell your name like that? Because I think a lot of people think it's like Michael. And then they see it and they're like, that's an interesting spelling. Scott and I know the story because we've been doing some research. Oh, you heard the story. Yeah, so we know the story, but tell tell the people listening and watching the story of your name. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's a common theme. I've had to correct people in my life. I would, I would that doesn't think make me feel nearly as bad. Thank you. <laughs> I would think it's simple because it's, it's spelled it's spelled the way it's exactly right. as it's pronounced. You can yeah. put the capital C to emphasize. Yeah. But, uh, like my like. yeah. <laughs> So the story is uh, my mom's name is Colette. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously the first part of her name is Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, she, went, she told me that Cole means victory and basically my victory is is how she came up with that and you know it's a nice little sweet story so (laughs) no it's great now for you that's like I love names and the meanings of names I I think that's really cool like I I know I've heard the story of like Bajan Robinson's name like his mom and that being like a perfume or a cologne that she (laughs) yeah it's it's Persian based and it was this like Persian cologne that she's like that's a cool name and it means like my hero or hero and yours being you know my my victory essentially with I think it like takes on a lot of ownership when your story kind of matches your name so for you how do you feel like you've kind of embodied the name that you were given from your mom being like, hey, th- my son is is my victory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I've had a few wins in my mm-hmm. life. Uh, it's, it's going pretty well so far. And, uh, you know, I was able to take my me and my family out of a, a kind of a um, kind of a bad situation. Um, didn't grow up with much mm-hmm. and and kind of struggling a little bit. I was able to um, through this game. Um, take my family and put them in a better place. So I feel like that's a win. That's a victory. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What's the, I don't know if there's a story that can describe what your mom means to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's like an example of her going way out of her way or just, you know, being something special, like like some way to tell other people who don't know this dynamic kind of like what she's meant to you along this journey. Because you talk about doing, trying to help your family. Well, like how did your family help you? Mm. Yeah, um, shoot, my mom, a single parent, mm. you know, uh, 
kind of the story of a lot of guys, a single parent, uh, four kids. Um, I was the oldest, and uh, basically she put everything aside to to take care of us and to pour into us as much as she possibly could. Um, I don't know if I have just a specific story. Mm -hmm. Um, One story comes to mind that's not really like just so sweet, it's kind of like crazy. Okay. I'm in for it. I know. This is sometimes the best stories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, it was just one time we was out to eat, and um, my mom had never really uh, ate steak before, and we was at kind of like a Texas roadhouse or something. So I was like, just try the steak. It's pretty good. So she tried it, um, and she ended up starting to choke. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's starting <laughs> to choke, and then, like, choking really bad. So I get up and really had to, like, do the Heimlich and, uh-huh. like, basically save her life wow it's, it's kind of like crazy to think about like it kind of got me emotional afterwards just to think like wow this really happened like yeah and i was able to to that's my first time ever doing a heimlich I didn't right know, right I didn't, yeah i didn't know like, how to do it yeah uh, so and she spit the chunk of uh steak out and 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 was able to you know keep pushing but uh just like dang. how important it was for you in that moment you're like oh my gosh i'm so glad that this right yeah, yeah. Know, which kind of brings you back to earth like wow this person's so important to me i'm so glad it ended exactly. <laughs> right yeah you know? exactly so yeah. it was it was a crazy event mm-hmm. but she'll probably never eat steak again but. <laughs> that was my next question was like has she i'd probably be out sense? on that too yeah, 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 yeah. i, I, could, I, I don't know if that, i could <laughs> that just you know embodies kind of the love i have for her and, mm. and uh you know, hopefully we never run into something like that. No, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. So for you, you went to Kirkland High School? Is that Kirkwood. 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 Kirkwood High School in Missouri? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For you, you played football, basketball, track and field, but also volleyball? It, yeah, you okay? It. Yeah, so, that's we, that was, so, different. Yeah, when we're looking and we're doing research, it's like, oh, yeah, Michael Pruitt volleyball player and uh-huh. it's like i need to know how you got into volleyball how long you played volleyball what's the story of, of michael pruitt <laughs> playing volleyball volleyball was just like it was a one-off i guarantee you they asked him they could see that he could jump yeah and he's tall and they're like let's get him out there one of the uh one of my good friends on the football team he was like six eight mm. um and a guy who was really good at volleyball. Actually went to MIT to play volleyball. Oh, shoot. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, name was Patrick Vatterot. Um, he, you know, he kind of like, well, it, it came down to, I was, I did track in there at the same season. Right. right. It was just one year where I was just like, oh, I want to do something different. So my guy plays, and then I got a, another guy on the football team to come out and play, and we all just joined the volleyball team, and we just had a great time. Yeah. And like, just just going out there, jumping as high as you can, spiking the ball. Like it's it's fun to play volleyball. Like a lot of people don't don't really think of it that way, but it's it was a great time that year and, and the team was actually pretty good, so it was a fun time. I, I mean you had you have a to guy be an who, athlete. Yeah. To no, you one hundred percent do. One of my favorite I covered UGA volleyball circa like two thousand and sixteen, seventeen and I had the best time. Yeah. Like it's you really I mean, I would just be amazed at what they were able to do. And did you kind of gain a respect for the game when, oh, you, yeah. when you did play? Definitely, definitely, because yeah. it's a lot of nuances to every sport that you don't realize when you don't play. But mm-hmm. getting into it, you realize that it's it's a lot harder. Like 
probably the first, <laughs> probably the craziest thing, like getting spiked in the face with <laughs> yeah. and just and that that's feeling. That's gonna happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> too often. That feeling is crazy. Like you just feel it for another a good ten minutes after like, your face is just red. And, so yeah, I got a, I got a different level of respect for volleyball players. Right, yeah. Do you think now it, during training camp they actually had some uh, professional volleyball players that came? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you remember, remember that? that. Did remember you that. did you get to to pass the ball? A little I'll bit pass it then? back to him. It was yeah. a little off. I'm a little rusty. But right. <laughs> yeah. It's been a little bit, but like you got it there. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. yeah. No. Do you think who are some other guys? I know there are some other guys who who yeah. played volleyball before. If you were making a team for volleyball, Ooh. who would be that team? On this Falcons team. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, they say Frank Frank Darby. Yes, Frank played, Darby. Mm-hmm. He probably played more than me. They say he was pretty good. Yeah. So. He. I, I've seen. I've seen him play. I saw some yeah. videos, and I was like, "All right, Frank." So I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and take Frank with the first pick. All right. <laughs> All right. In our volleyball draft. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's. Definitely. He's probably like a back row, like libero or something. I feel that. Yeah. Because yeah. you know he's jittery, so right. he, yeah. he can exactly. get around to. He can get around any. He's some good twitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and then definitely Drake, because you know that yeah. man gets up. Mm-hmm. He gets yeah. up. That makes sense. You gotta have Calais in the middle, because. Come on now. I like, mean, middle blocker. <laughs> he, just, he, he just stands there. We don't know if Calais can jump very high, but he don't have to. <laughs> he don't have to. Just arm straight to the it, sky. Like, Calais in the middle for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and play the right side. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. I, feel now I think two. I think Drake's left-handed too, so he that works. On the left okay. Side. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, so you you Drake Calais in the front, Frank Darby in the middle back. Yeah. Need two more. I'll probably go with Scotty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scotty back there digging them out. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, who else would I go with? I heard Desmond Ritter yeah, actually I, played did a little. He play? I've, yeah, I've heard he played, he played a little bit a little of, bit. of volleyball too. I can yeah. see Des doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Dez could probably hit from the back too. Yeah. I was see, about to say he's yeah. got the yeah. arm, so he's your service guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I would. I mean. I. I would take that show on that's the road a pretty, for sure. That's a pretty stacked team. I'm not even gonna lie. Like yeah, I would yeah. love to love to see that. But again, just Calais in the middle. Right. Yeah. Then, well, but then you also have Michael. I mean, seeing that. Oh yeah. Straight up, straight yeah. down. Drake. I, I would not want to get hit anywhere no. with, with a volleyball coming from it's you. Coming. Yeah. That doesn't it's coming. You better watch. Yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. I love that so much. Uh, so I guess we'll. Well, so we have the volleyball story, right. but I guess now we need to move on to your college college days, sure, Southern sure. Illinois. Mm-hmm. When you were kind of making the decision to to pursue football, how long had you been playing football? Because I read we read something that you'd only been playing football in like high school. Didn't really play that much yeah, before then. I was a big basketball guy when mm-hmm. I was a kid. I wanted to go to NBA bad. <laughs> I wanted to play ball, man. Kobe, my favorite player, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But. That's that was the thing I wanted to do bad, and I played in high school for sure. But mm. um, my first year, my freshman year in high school, uh, some of the guys on on the team, I think some of the coaches actually saw me. It was like this guy's too big to not play football. Like right. come play. I'm like all right, fine. Yeah, I only played in the park here and there, but uh, and shoot, starting out, I was I was real rough around the edges. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it became it became something that. Um, I polished up and, and and got good at it and I really had I didn't grow any taller. I didn't grow mm-hmm. to six eight and and stuff like that. So football became the uh the better opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. Um I really only had two two major offers out of college, um, one from Missouri State and one from um Southern Illinois. And uh I actually 
thought I was smart at first and I wanted to be a mechanical engineer and right, yeah. Southern Illinois had the best uh, engineering program right. uh, around at the time. So I was like, yeah, let me just go here, go here and uh, get a good degree and, and play some ball because I didn't, I wasn't too much thinking about the NFL. Like I just started mm-hmm. playing football a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Right, so yeah. if, it, if it happened to happen, um, but if not, I'm gonna fall back on this uh, on this degree. So that's how that that's how I end up going there. So you you were a pretty good defensive end, defensive lineman. Yeah, the time yeah, all yeah. Conference too. Were you getting re- recruited specifically to be a tight end, or were you like? It was uh, it was it was like minimal noise for me to be a D. Okay, but but, but as a tight as end, a tight there, end, there was there was a, a possibility. Yeah, so uh-huh. and then you take that and you turn that into. All-American status yeah. more than once. First yeah, player in school history to be named a consistent consensus All-American in back-to-back seasons. Oh. Did you know that about yourself? I may have read that. Yeah, yeah, I, I read, read that, that so once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so that when did the NFL become a thing that entered your mind as a realistic yeah. possibility? Yeah. So um, I redshirted my first year and just kind of got a chance to get a little stronger and learn the game a little bit more, polish up a few more things. Um, and then the next year when I when I came on the scene finally, um, I was the leading receiver um, right away. Wow. So uh, after that year, scouts started coming to the school and, and checking me out and stuff. And, and um, I just kept getting better every year. Um, and obviously I realized at that point that they were coming for me and, and this is a real possibility. So Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do this thing. Mm-hmm. So there's something that we've recently added to the podcast, and it's a segment called "Explain Yourself," and it's kind <laughs> of like a, a true false, and it's like something that we've uncovered through our journalistic endeavors. Endeavors, okay. And you have to tell us if this story is true or false. Because it sounds like a crazy story. It does sound like a crazy Uh-oh. story. Okay, so true or false? Explain yourself. <laughs> One time you played an entire half of football with a broken leg. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Okay, <laughs> when, where, Okay, now how. explain yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now explain yourself. <laughs> I believe that was my uh, sophomore year, redshirt sophomore year. Mm. Um, basically, I had a stress fracture that was the worst stress fracture you can have. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. So I just thought it was shin splints at first, so uh-huh. uh, I didn't think nothing of it. But I kind of got hit and felt it and just like all right i'm just gonna play through this yeah um it was actually against missouri state um and i ended up finishing out the game but after that i missed the rest of the season it was only two games left missed the rest Mm -hmm. of the season and had to get a metal rod in my leg which is still there Oh (laughs) so that was fun but i did (laughs) i did play on a on a on a broken stretch fractured fractured leg for an entire half yeah that's fun. <laughs> That's some mental fortitude in addition to. Well, yeah. honestly, the adrenaline's going. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably just didn't. After feel I it. left the field, though, I couldn't walk. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fam, can't do it. That's crazy. Uh, I, I think it's, I think your, your journey is a story, into the NFL. Well, from only having two offers, and then you get mm-hmm. that, and then you make the most of this opportunity. And then and then you get to the NFL and it's, it's well, you get the combine invite, right. which I think is pretty cool in yeah, and of itself because there are a lot of uh, a lot of FCS like people who yeah. don't don't who get don't, to go don't to get the opportunity to, right because that's if you're a smaller school that's how you gauge where you are on a national level how, yeah. how how big of a deal was that mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think that was a pretty big deal. I didn't realize it at first mm-hmm. uh, how many guys really don't get invited. Right. Yeah. So I was just taking 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 it is for what it was, and um, I went to go train um, right out of college, right when I graduated, and and was able to help my start out with the forty. Um, mm-hmm. So I f- that was one of the biggest things at the combine. You run, a, you want to run a fast forty. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got there, um, I felt prepared and, and, and ended up running the fastest time for the tight ends at that combine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not the fast time now, but right. <laughs> well, at that combine, at yeah. that combine, I ran the fastest time. So that yeah. kind of yeah. got me on the map. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas I don't even know if I would have got drafted before that. Mm. So um, that ended up um, going a long way. Yeah. When you we talk about like the the training and the process and really kind of putting a lot into running that 40 time, what goes into that? Because I I've always been, you know, it's one of those things where it's like can speed be taught. So was it something for you where you're like I know how to get I know how to shave what like half a second off? I don't know yeah. if that's even possible, but like to it, shave time and right. to really actively get faster. Yeah, you know? yeah. was that something that uh, you were actively it was a doing? Lot of, it was a lot of things about technique. I went I went down to uh, Pete Bomarito. Um, free shout out for Pete. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> I went down there and it was a lot of things about technique on the start, um, on the running um, mechanics, mm-hmm. um, and they they helped me a lot. They helped me a lot. Whereas. Uh, Without it, I don't know if I would have been able to run as fast as I did. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said, it went a long way. Mm-hmm. Do you what? think you can get close to that forty time now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, uh, nine I'm seasons in. I'm a different in. player. Now, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The speed is is still there, right? But it's it's not as necessary. Yeah. At this right. Point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Was it a thing where you look up at the, uh, you know, at the screen, or you're talking to your representative when did that time everybody you know or like around you say hey no this is massive for you yeah yeah uh so at first you know they have the unofficial times right mm-hmm. so i wasn't up there at first Interesting. and then they came back with the official time and said oh you actually ran a four or five eight mm-hmm. that's the fastest time so they had a thing that was uh if you wear these adidas spikes mm. um and you run the fastest time out of your position group, mm. you win ten thousand dollars. Oh shoot! <laughs> I so, didn't know this. So yeah, I, I wore those spikes, ran the fastest time, and won ten thousand dollars. I got to meet Snoop Dogg. Oh my goodness! Oh, well now. <laughs> so that's how I do. Like, oh, this is a pretty big deal. Like, this is cool. <laughs> I got ten thousand dollars. I met Snoop Dogg, and that's a great way to start your career. Well, actually. now I, have I would <laughs> say so. What, how, what was Snoop Dogg like? Snoop Dogg is just cool, man. He's just cool. Back, just chill. Just the guy you want to talk to. He basically, I told him I, he knew why I was there because right. I ran the fact. He, as you should, like you deserve it. Like this is this is going to uh, push you forward. So he was giving me good words. You know, he has football team too. He coaches mm-hmm. kids, and he was giving me encouraging words and stuff. And uh, I, you know, it was good. Oh. Snoop Dogg, words of advice. Don't you love it when you come across a great story like that? That was not in the notes, and I'd love it. That's a free bit of information. (laughs) It really is. Tremendous. Oh, my gosh. So then you get drafted fifth round to the Vikings. Mm. And I think from from there, your journey through the NFL is one that I think shows 
not just people in the league, but people who are fans of the game, someone who has gone through a lot and been like resilient through it all. Because mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I literally wrote down, it's like, okay, with the Vikings, 18 months later, cut, waved, and put on the practice squad in like a span of a day. And mm-hmm. then signed with the Bears, nine months later, cut. Signed with the Bills, 10 days later, cut. Texans, practice squad, Titans, there for two years, finally get a chance to really get going. 49ers, back to the Titans, now with the Falcons. At what point in that journey did you kind of sit back and be like, maybe almost to a certain extent of like, should I keep going? Like mm. questioning, do I keep going? Do I keep trying this? Or is this something where like maybe I try something else? Like was there ever a point in that journey? Because I feel like a lot of people get halfway through what I just named and they're like, eh, I'll try something else. But was that ever a thought for you? I don't think that was ever a thought. I, I always knew that I had the talent to play in this league and, and, and to really make an impact in this league. Um, I think it was a turning point in my career. Um, probably in Houston. Mm. Um, It was a time where I was on practice squad for the whole year and and our tight ends kept getting hurt, kept getting hurt. So I I felt like um, I was doing enough in practice to really be moved up, but I never got moved up. um, So I got kind of bitter about it um, and kind of dejected and and disheartened about it. And um, really really was wasn't coming to work with the right mindset and the right attitude mm-hmm. so um it was finally come to the end of the year and okay somebody else got hurt now it's your shot so when i got in the game i wasn't ready mm-hmm. i wasn't ready and i put bad tape out there i put interesting negative wow. things on film and from that point on i said i would never not be ready again like i'm, I'm gonna whatever i have to do to carve out my niche um that's what I'm gonna do. So, um, I pretty much just never, never that allowed that situation to come up again. So, any whatever it was, whatever, um, whatever I had to do, like once I got to Tennessee, it was okay. I came from being one of the best pass catching tight ends mm-hmm. in uh, college football mm-hmm. to okay. Now you got to learn how to block. Now you got to mm-hmm. change your entire game and, and carve out a niche for yourself and. Like I said, I, was, I wasn't going to let myself not be ready for that opportunity when it came. That's such a good point, too, that you talk about this specific time because right after you're with the Texans is when you get the opportunity with the Titans. And, mm-hmm. and those couple of years with the Titans was kind of where it almost felt like you really cemented yourself and really had more opportunities go your way. What, was the, what were those two years to, or couple of years like for you as you're, you're also playing with guys like – Rashawn Evans and Johnny Smith, people who, you know, the people in this building know and Arthur Smith's there. I mean, what was what was that time period like? Yeah, Art was, Art was my tight end coach mm-hmm. uh, when I first got there. Um, Is he still the same guy? <laughs> he's still the same guy. He's just, you know, a little more <laughs> stern. He got to coach the whole team. Right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just us in the room <laughs> kicking it and having fun. So, <laughs> no, but he's still the same guy, man. Mm-hmm. But, uh. Those couple of years where they had their ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it was, I don't even know, like I would probably call it like identity crisis sometimes. Really? Because I felt like, man, I could do these things in the past game and, and I want to be able to contribute more to this team, but we need you to be a blocker. We need, mm-hmm. so I embodied that and really like grew up in those years. Like, so where it's like, um, whatever needs to be done, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. 
and that you know that helps you in life as well like whatever you whatever needs to be done especially as a man you like you have to step up and do it yeah so um this is the way that i provide for my family and if it's this if it's this route that i gotta go that's the, that's the way i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. and it, it's paid off yeah from a life you know from outside a football perspective and you're kind of bouncing around and i don't know if you're staying in hotels sometimes or you know never really have a home i mean you, yeah. but you're so you're, you're dealing with all of these things too yeah, you know yeah, yeah. um you know and then to finally go to tennessee and be here right and be such a trusted part of this offense i guess like what's that transition like right you're, you're bouncing all around you know and then you kind of from outside of football okay i'm in tennessee for a while or i'm in atlanta for a while you know and making those contributions stability is is fleeting in this mm-hmm. in this uh business mm-hmm. so uh even while i was in tennessee for four years like like she said i i was um my contract was up there and i had to yeah. go to the 49ers right, and yeah. come back yeah right so and i'm i'm on one year deals um since then so it's really you it's really up in the air every year mm. yeah but it's about the mental fortitude and, and, and being able to realize that uh like I said, whenever that opportunity comes, you you go and go out there and take advantage of it. Um, it's hard, but you know it's 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 something that a lot of guys got to deal with. Mm-hmm. And if you can overcome that, you can go you can go ways. Can go I ways. go back to 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 what you were saying at the start of this whole thing when you were saying you know that you you know maybe didn't have a lot and you kind of had to earn everything mm-hmm. that you yeah. got, and then you found and then you got this op- you got this opportunity to go play high school football and you turned it into consecutive all-american status right mm-hmm. that it's and then you you know you grinded through the hard times this is personally now you know as an adult and then you adapt mm-hmm. and then figure it out there, there's some parallels to that journey that maybe you know you're kind of you talk about the mental fortitude you really have to have that and it seems like you've had that for a long time yeah yeah um it's a lot of battles man mm-hmm. you 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 look in the mirror and you really find out what you what you're about yeah and uh when you go out there on that field, um, that's the that's one of the biggest mental battles. It's a lot. Of, it's very physical, but mm-hmm. it's it's a lot. It's a lot mental that you got to overcome as well. So, um, but it's it's been fun though. Yeah, yeah. right. Through well, it all, yeah, it's been fun. No, well, that's, that's, that's what I was gonna say. It. Is like I I don't know if you know this, but and I don't even know if I've ever told this story anywhere. But the day that you came back to Atlanta this past year when you you signed back here it was uh i want to say it was like when players report Mm -hmm. back and that was like i remember because i was in a room y'all were all doing y'all's headshots with shauna our team photographer and i was in that room with her and you walked through and all i could hear was just guys going that's right everyone was so excited to like to have you back and and in that moment kind of where you do get to get to be here for another year and, yeah. and you get to come back to a team that you know I think a lot of the, the locker room really believes in this team and mm-hmm. and this coaching staff and everything but what did that kind of mean to you in, in that moment uh it meant a lot man you you build relationships um in that locker room and 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 that's that means a lot man mm-hmm. um some of those guys like especially you, you move teams you never know if you're going to see these guys right again or, yeah or whatnot but when you come back and you get that type of re- reception mm-hmm. 
Even even the story that came about AJ saying something in the, in the yeah. media. Yeah, AJ. About... Yeah, for those that don't know, <laughs> oh, AJ, right. AJ broke Terrell <laughs> broke the, the news of Michael's signing because you had not officially signed right. yet. Like it was, we knew you were in the building, but like we weren't announcing it yet because I don't think everything yeah. was a done deal. AJ goes out in front of everyone. He's like, you know, it's nice to see Prue back in the building. And it's like, he's not he's not back in the building, AJ. I, I vividly remember that. It was so yeah, funny. Man. Oh that's my that's my guy, man. So I, I, that means that I'm making an impact. Yeah. Uh, and people people really love me being around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was I, – I, I can't remember if it was Des or if it was Taylor, but – it, they'd thrown a touchdown pass to you, and and it was one of those things where he was like, "I know if I like if I just put it in Prue's vicinity, good things are going to happen, mm. right?" And it may have been the Jets touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a good. It, one. it was right. Yeah. So so it's like you hear things like that, and you see, you know, it, like the volume of touch, like like when it really matters, when you got to have a catch, yeah. right? It goes to you a lot, and and you're right. Like you, you talk about the fun aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fun. Th- yeah, those moments are fun. Hearing people shout your name throughout the bit, like <laughs> that's fun. You know, yeah, definitely, definitely. It, I think it shows by the way that uh, I've celebrated some of these touchdowns. Like, yes, I, sir. I, <laughs> For I sure. kind of come out of my body. Like, I don't, I don't have a plan. I don't, uh-huh. you know, what I'm saying, I just whatever I feel, right. the passion, the mm-hmm. the whatever emotions, they all come out and. and and that's that's just the love of the game right there. I love it. Now, I also want to ask this question, and we're kind of going back in time a little bit, but before we get to, like, our rapid fire, which is a segment that ends the show, before sure. we get to that, I want to go back to mid-pandemic, yes. 2020. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> okay. There is a story that you actually, during the height of the pandemic, you worked out with your sister, Joelle, who is a yeah. uh, fitness instructor, trainer. Yeah. yeah, she's really, really big into the fitness world. What Take us into one of those workouts. What were what was that workout like, and how good is she as, like, a motivator and, and personal trainer for you? So she's a CrossFit trainer. Ooh. Okay. That's, oh, okay. That's yeah. something that That's I, different yeah, than just a regular trainer, <laughs> yeah. So that's something that's – a, that's a new area for me. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So – some of these workouts are okay. We're about, we're gonna run them out. Then we're gonna come in and, and do cleans, and yep. then we're gonna do squats right after that. Then we're gonna hop on the bike. And so <laughs> she had me gassed. <laughs> yeah. She had me gassed. So I'm like, okay, this is good work. So I'm gonna keep coming. Yeah. Um, and she's real passionate about it. She she she's in the competitions and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. And uh, you know, we 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 had a good good little session that off season. And, yeah. And my boy actually uh. Amar Hicks, my best friend from high school, uh-huh. he was working for the news station at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm going to do a story on you guys. So yeah. it ended up getting on the news. It <laughs> <laughs> was a little workout, family yeah, yeah, workout. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> How is she? Is she like a, um, is she hard on you? Like, is she like vocal or is she kind of like, I'm going to do it. You can do it if you want to. She's <laughs> a lead by example. Okay, okay. She's a lead by example. And, and she's not she's not lifting no light weights now. No, <laughs> I, I bet not. And yeah. I can't, I, you know, I got to go up from that. Right, right. right yeah. <laughs> can't, can't have other people beating yeah, you in the competition yeah, so. and everything like that. But. That's yeah. really cool. I think that's really awesome. I didn't know that there was like the CrossFit. That yeah. that adds yeah, a little that something. Yeah, that kind of yeah. yeah, <laughs> it up sure. a little bit. For sure. Oh man! All right, 
Well, that was fun. Yeah, it was. You ready for some rapid fire questions? All right, let's so do it. Everybody gets relatively the same mm-hmm. five questions. Okay. Um, but you answer it how you feel. Okay. What is your favorite play of your career? And this can be high school, college, pros. Favorite play of your career? My whole career. Whole career. I think my favorite play happened this year. Really? Really. Which in the, one? In the Jets game. Really? The touchdown? Oh, that's great. Yeah, that touchdown. I it mean, was, that was a pretty sick touchdown. That was, it was a pretty good catch. I, I think that was probably my, my best touchdown catch. Wow. Why do you in say the that? rain. Right. Yeah. I mean, Diving, yeah. having right. to get two feet down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's just like everything came together in that moment, and it was the only touchdown of the game. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that adds something, too. I mean, that was yeah. such a, like, grind, that game, because yeah. of the weather is so gross. What's the what's the feeling? I don't know if you can describe it. But after a moment like that, it's pure adrenaline. It's happening so fast. Bam, catch it, touchdown. Is there a way to describe what like what, like, what that feeling is next? I don't even know if I can describe it. Pure elation, yeah. pure yeah. joy, just. Yeah. He's just so yelling, screaming, <laughs> just everybody jumping on you. Right. Like it's, it's just, you know, adrenaline just yeah. running at its highest. So good. So good. <laughs> I, I think we might know the answer to this question already, but your favorite athlete, regardless oh, yeah. of sports. Oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. Mama mentality. That's my man. Every Everything that he embodies is is, mm-hmm. is something I try to mm-hmm. try to model my mentality after. Right. And, and man, you just can't deny um, some of the things that he was able to do and, and the way he went about doing it. Absolutely. It's, I, I mean, it's always great when guys get in the chair and they go Kobe or LeBron, like mm-hmm. almost every single time. Yeah. Like yeah. It, that, because that's like our generation. That's what we grew up with. That's yeah. what we grew up with, like <laughs> Kobe or LeBron. Uh, question number three, what's a TV show or movie that you would recommend to the listeners? Oh, that would rec- recommend. Mm-hmm. What am I watching right now? Uh... I like the show Fargo. Fargo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen the first. I've seen them all, but I, I'm just getting caught up on the first season, and it's excellent as well. Kind of like a yeah. like they can build suspense in a weird way oh, that you're just like, very oh well. my gosh, I very don't know well. what's happening now. Okay, note to self, <laughs> Fargo. Yeah, you gotta check it out. You gotta check it out. <laughs> okay, is there a food, whether it's something homemade or a restaurant in Atlanta or back home or anywhere that you've got to have a favorite of yours? Sweet potato pie. Sweet Ooh. potato pie. <laughs> Who's making it? Oh uh, well, back in the back in the day, my my best friend, my I uh-huh. was talking about his mother used to make him every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, and oh, I used to great. come over, and she would give me a pie to go home with oh, a whole pie because she knew how much I loved them. <laughs> so it's been a while um, since I was able to do that. Right. Uh-huh. So now, my girlfriend Lauren actually has learned how to make sweet potato pie. Oh, that's <laughs> it right there. That's fantastic. And she's found the key to my heart. So. Oh, I mean, what is, what's the saying? A way to a man's heart is through his stomach. It's accurate. just like the, the it's, sweet potato it's pie. Very true. It's very yeah. true. Accurate, accurate, accurate. All right, last question. We'll get you out of here. If you could have a superpower, what superpower would you have and why? Oh, man. I know. There are a lot. There are a lot. Mm-hmm. I would probably teleport. Teleport. Mm-hmm. That's always a Just good one. Just to be anywhere at any time that I want to be, mm-hmm. like, not have to worry about travel. Like, Yeah. No, that's As annoying. someone, I was on the road because I went home. I'm up, I live around Chattanooga, Tennessee, and so I'm about three hours from here. And I got up this morning because I spent Christmas with my family, and I drove up here, and I was like, it really would be great yeah. if I could teleport. <laughs> See, exactly. I, yeah. We spent, we went to the movies on Christmas. It's pouring oh. down, raining. 
You're just like, I had to drive in that, mm-hmm. see if I could teleport back yeah. home. It would and be just perfect. go right to it, have the popcorn already there. <laughs> yeah. <Right> set. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that is fantastic. And really a great way to end it. Yeah. Michael Pruitt, thank you so much for joining us on the season finale of the Falcons in Focus podcast presented by Ticketmaster. It's been such a fun year. Kind yeah. of really getting to know, you know, the players and on a different level not yeah. how did you do last week but you find out so many new and cool things so yeah, hopefully like he's best friends with Snoop Dogg yeah I mean <laughs> I mean, that I mean that's how I'm telling the story from now on it's like I like that story Michael is, that's the way I that like it that goes version. Uh, so yeah I mean please rate review and subscribe to the Atlanta Falcons podcast network on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and also subscribe to the Atlanta Falcons page on YouTube where you can watch the video version of this podcast as well so excited to end this um, on such a high note mm-hmm. Uh, thanks everybody for listening all season long it's been a blast and we will talk to you again not next September but um, next kind of free agent off season we'll see you in 2024 absolutely we will again uh, thank you so much for joining us we will talk to you again real real soon see ya thanks for the bang (laughs) woo